Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast, where two seemingly meaningless people talk about very meaningful things. I'm Chris, and with me as always, (laughs) jumping in whenever she wants to, is my wife, (laughs) Leslie. (laughs) I'm Leslie. Okay. It's all about you, isn't it? Yeah, I said it four times. Four times. So, uh, let's jump into tonight's little uh, episode. What's your dedication? Oh my goodness, we're going mm, Jumping straight in. Okay, I will dedicate this episode to what I just ate, which was chicken salad chick. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It was very good. A whole restaurant dedicated to various types of chicken salad. <laughs> it is everything that you would think of. <laughs> For a guy? For a dude. <laughs> what of these would you like? Okay, so there's chicken salad and just different pieces in the chicken salad. Yeah. I will say <clears throat> it was the best chicken salad I've ever had from a chicken salad restaurant. Yeah, it was. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did you there. You see what I did. Seriously, though. It was really it was good. good. It was surprisingly tell me, good. Tell me what kind we got, because they have a lot of choices. We got a jalapeno, like, it was like a jalapeno holly. That was good. Like that. I want to remember that. And then, uh, I don't fruity remember. Fruity, yeah, fruity or... Yeah, something like that. Something. But, yeah, it was pretty good. We got a trio, which made it a little bit, because it's like, it was like 850. For a chicken salad. Hey, sandwich. we're helping the economy. But it did come. It, the eight fifty did come with a mm. with a soup, I think, or a salad or something like that. A side. It came with a side. Oh, if you got the regular mm-hmm. combo thing. But we got three different types, so it was a less expensive for for three different oh, types. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. I was torn between that and Andy's. So you got both. I thought, no, no, no. No, you, you, you said you're torn between them, but you got both of them. No, about who to dedicate to. When we were in the car, you even, after we got, chi- oh, because oh, <laughs> then we got, we got chick, Chick-fil-A chick. 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 <laughs> chick, 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 chick. <laughs> we got, that's what I do all day long. Uh, we, uh, we got chicken salad chick, and then we get in the car, and she said, so we just bought it. I mean, just bought it. And we got in the car and she said, and now Andy. <laughs> and I was like, what? But, we haven't even gotten out of the I parking told, like lot. Like I told you, like I said, I couldn't decide between Andy's and Starbucks. And what did I say? No one said you were getting either one of those. Like, you're like, I just couldn't decide between Andy's and Starbucks. And I was like, those weren't necessarily options. They were on the table because we say, drove just, by them. I just couldn't but decide. I, I did go to the doctor by myself today. You did. So I felt like... You made a big girl in COVID uh, sort of, you know, life choice. Yeah. So you should be rewarded. I felt like there is no question. With Andy's frozen custard. All right, we fixed that. You you probably couldn't tell, but we had yeah. a screen malfunction. They don't even know we were gone. So we had a screen malfunction, and I was fixing it <laughs> in a way that we the recording could keep Listen. going. And she was like, she just stopped talking. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> That's neuron stuff. Yeah. You tried My, to enable a second neuron. Your neurons are all doing I was going multitasking. To- Mine goes like, what's he so, doing? So, yeah, you decided you were either going to get Starbucks or Andy's, which uh-huh. Starbucks was packed. Yeah, so in case you're listening from the future, we're still in the middle of the coronavirus. Yes, but as tanked as the economy is, it's not that bad. No, because apparently not. there were 20 cars, maybe? I don't think that would be... Every time, yeah. It went from the Starbucks uh-huh. all the way through this place's parking lot mm-hmm. back out toward the street where I, you couldn't even go through the shopping center. Right. We had to go through the oncoming way where we then met another vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we need to go that way. Mm-hmm. You need to go this way. Yeah. We had to pull into a parking spot. It was crazy. It was, it was wild. And I was just like, God's not going to stop judging us if we keep spending stupid amounts of money on coffee. On liberal coffee. (laughs) Although I do love me some caramel macchiato. You do. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. But 
Andy's was also a great treat. And we haven't been out of our house in so long. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Oh, I'm just thinking about what I did to the guy at Andy's. Oh. No, they don't have, Andy's didn't have a little speaker. <laughs> yeah. And so I was playing like the dumb man who didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> so I was yelling at the board. The it was sign, just a cardboard sign. Like and the I was menu. like, hello? <laughs> hello? And I can see the guy looking out the window at us. Like I could see him watching us. And so, and then he was like, Dude, we don't have a speaker. <laughs> I was like, I know. I'm just bored because of Corona. <laughs> I think you made his day. I did. I do think I made his day. Chris he likes was... to mess with people at drive-thrus. Yeah, yeah. Including my poor mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she's got the one neuron firing, too. <laughs> when she goes to the... He makes up items that don't exist. Well, because you know when you're ordering... When you're ordering at a drive-thru and other people are giving you your order, you're just kind of like transmitting. It's the worst. It's like you're just... You're just a prophet, right? I can't handle that the situation. And so, I will not be taking oh, any man. orders. So you can tell her anything and she'll just say it. Because it doesn't... <laughs> she's just the middleman. So one time we, we were at McDonald's, right? Yeah, I think it was. And she just... She had been listing off everybody's thing. She, you know, you turn around and say, what do you want, Gideon? And and then she asked Chris what he wanted. And he said, a juicy jamba. Juicy jamba. <laughs> a juicy jamba. And she was like, and a juicy jamba. <laughs> Person was like, what? And she was like, a juicy jamba. Because the problem is obviously that they just can't hear me. Yeah. So I need to enunciate it better. A juicy jamba. Guy was like, I don't know what that is. And then there's always the moment uh-huh. where she's like, Chris. Chris! I hate you. I hate you so much. Which they can hear in yeah. the speaker. <laughs> Yeah, and then you get tickled. Yeah. So then just, she's just laughing. And, they and the person's know. like, come on, this is my job. And there's like a <laughs> clock up there telling them how fast they're going. You will be fired if it gets above two minutes. And like, I swear this lady was just laughing. And, and she they don't up. know They don't know if we're laughing at them. It's yeah. very awkward. Are you making it a joke? Would you tell her at Taco Bueno one day? You asked for like a tilapia. A tilapia. <laughs> tilapia. I don't with tilapia. And she just. Just says it. Yes, he also, if you order over the phone and have to like go in and pick up the food, he won't leave his real name. And so the poor person, like me, going in to get the Chinese food, I'm like, yeah, I had an order for Chris. Oh, we don't have an order for Chris. And there's the moment where I'm like, like, "Uh, Chris, Chris, I hate him. So then I'm always like, like tell me, tell, what, me the, tell me all the names and I'll tell you which one is mine. And I think it was like Juan Valdez. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my order. <laughs> Amanda Hug and Kiss. I'm looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. It's so awkward because it's like you do it to people who are already nervous about ordering. Well, that's, it, I, wouldn't do, like, I wouldn't do it to myself because I would go up and say, right. hello, I am Juan Valdez. <laughs> and I would, I would love that. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, man. I am the worst. I thought you were laughing about um, my ice cream earlier. Oh, yeah. So, she's I don't even remember what happened. You were eating the ice cream, and I was doing something. And you had already told me to have a, I needed to have an attitude change. In a funny way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah not he, like, hey, he was be, He was being a little curmudgeonly because uh, we couldn't get through to order our chicken salad. There's so many people. Yes. It was like, call, call, do not come in. Call in your order. When I went in, do you know people weren't, they weren't in there? You were just supposed to go in and get your call in order. You oh, weren't wow. supposed to come in. Really? And so I came in to like order and they were like, uh, uh, really? Uh, and I was like, sorry. Sorry, I tried to call. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So when he went inside, I rolled down the window and said, hey. You need to get in, come out with a better attitude. Because I did not want to go in. <laughs> I was like, we've seen three people go in and no one come out. They're all in there breathing each other's air. Yeah. Yeah, so she said, you need to get a better attitude. Yeah. So then we're driving down the road, and I'm saying something stupid, funny. Yeah. I don't know. And she said, hey, I thought I told you to get a better, change an attitude. <laughs> And I looked over at her, and she's saying that. She's got this semi-serious look on her face. <laughs> and she just got all this ice cream in her hair. <laughs> all the, your hair. You just have these globs of ice cream. 
in your hair. So you're looking all serious, but then you just <laughs> homeless at the same time. And I was like, what? It is so hard to be serious. Yes, and you've got ice cream in your hair. And you're just like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. Because <laughs> you were like, I don't want to eat it. Well, I washed my hair today. So it would be clean. I didn't want to like get it, rub it in and make no. it all crunchy. I thought you meant I washed my hair so it would be okay to eat <laughs> no, it. No, no. We, we were at a Chinese food restaurant one time, <sighs> me and my friends in high school. And this lady dropped a noodle on her arm. <laughs> and, Why am I already laughing? And, and, <laughs> and ate it. But it wasn't that she ate it, it's that she dropped it, and then she looked around, <laughs> real suspicious, and then put her forearm up to her arm and just ate. So it wasn't that she went, oops, I spilled that, and ate it real fast. It was like she went real slow, like, the guilty can pleasure. I do this and no one know, and she just... Laying down. It was like right in her elbow. It was... Uh. Which is where people caught. And so then we were teenage boys, so we tried so hard not to laugh. And it was just like... Oh, but, man. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So you had a pretty good... So, for what you had to go through, was it worth it to get chicken salad, chick, yes. and Andy's? And ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. It made us reminisce about um, when we went to Nantucket. When we had expendable income. <laughs> That, that too. I feel like we have more expendable income now. We haven't like spent money on anything. That's true. We have saved money by not being able to go anywhere. So I was just tossing bills today. Like, give me all the food, yo. <laughs> tossing bills? Give me the food, yo? What is this? <laughs> you need a change of attitude. <laughs> I was tossing all the bills. Where did you read that on Facebook or something? Is that? <laughs> Give me the food, yo! Oh man! Welcome to our trendy podcast. Oh, do you remember when we were in Nantucket? Yeah, and we had the ice cream again. And I get a lot of food in my hair, apparently. Oh yeah, well you've got a lot of hair. <laughs> I do have a one. lot of hair. So I mean, it's like it's like a food catcher. Yeah, but I had my ice cream cone. Remember how cold it was? Mm-hmm. So every day when we were in Nantucket, we we spent, I think, most of our budget on ice cream. On our Yeah, trip. we spent most of our food budget on ice cream. There. We went to ex- this mm-hmm. ice cream place every day without question. Yeah. And how we get a... This is really good. Yeah, I mean, they make the... Fresh made cones. They make right the there cones in front of you. on the spot. And you'd get a hot cone. And then they wrap it in foil. Mm-hmm. And then they put homemade ice cream in yeah. it. Like homemade ice cream. Yes. Yeah. So it would just like drip down the... Cone. Nothing like it. Oh Nothing my like goodness. It. It's called the juice bar. If you ever go to Nantucket. If you ever in Nantucket. Um, anyhow, so I had my cone that was like this beautiful blueberry. It was like blackberry. Blackberry ice cream. Well then Shepard in the back seat, we ate it in the car because it was so cold outside. It was kind of drizzly. And Shepard... Couldn't finish his cone. And I was really excited about that because... Is that when I saw George R.R. R. Martin? Yes. That yeah. same day. Yeah. Walking the streets of Nantucket. Like yeah. something out of a yeah. movie. It was really weird. I was like, that was George R.R. R. Martin. And I was like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> He's an author. <laughs> he wrote... The Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, books. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he walked right by and went down the street Anyway, so I was super excited that Shepard gave me his cone because I wanted to mm-hmm. to eat it. Because <laughs> I'm glad he gave it to me because I wanted his food. <laughs> I was really glad when Shepard gave me his cone because I wanted to eat his stuff. <laughs> he had like a mint chocolate chip and I really wanted it. <laughs> I was really worried that what Shepard was going to do and how he was going to handle this cone because I wanted to eat that cone. And it sounds like, sound like so you'd be a loving mother. And then you're like, because I just want to be. I really did. So I was so happy he couldn't eat it all. So I was trying to eat his. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean, I was eating it. Yeah, you were trying. You were succeeding. <laughs> and you, it was the same moment. You looked over at me and you were like, Leslie. 
And you had it dripping <laughs> down the cone in one hand onto your camera. Yeah, because the other hand I was still holding, holding my yeah. blackberry ice cream cone, but not upright. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like all lackadaisical. So eating one, <sighs> the other just tilted sideways, like double fist in this, yeah. this ice cream. Yeah, and it was I had Everywhere. no idea it was all over. I mean, like you would picture a toddler yes. having eaten. It was ice cream. very humbling. Yeah, it got on my Canon camera, on my dry clean only sweater coat. Yep, in my hair, my hair, on my white shirt. But my hero here got all the stains out of my jacket that night. So on yeah. the road. No, you didn't. No, I mean we were we weren't at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, not he, on the road. I mean that's not. He, he had both hands on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's quite a long-winded dedication you just had there. We went a long way around to talk about ice cream. Ice cream. So this I guess is, you never bring up. You brought up chick 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 chicken. chicken. So we got on ice cream for most of the... Sorry. You're talking about chicken salad for this long. Mm-hmm. Talked about ice cream for that long. Yeah. All right. Well, my dedication <laughs> is going to be to the NFL draft. Ooh. Which is going on tonight. Ooh. And is a live sporting event thing, which I am so thankful for. Yeah, I was asking if all the... Oh, you just dropped them? Thank you. Yeah, do you want to say hi? Do you want to say hi to everybody? Right, right here. here. Just say hi to that. Okay. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Say, my name's Jack. My name's Jack. And I'm two years old. And I'm short. And I'm learning to obey. Obey. By going back to bed. Go back to bed. Good night. Good night. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. <laughs> I think he was parroting. I don't think he was understanding. No, I think that was heartfelt. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in one second. Okay. I give this a 50% chance of succeeding. <laughs> that tuck in. You think he's coming back? I don't know. It's always hard to tell. He seems really tired. Yeah. But. We'll see if Cat, Cat or Jack comes yeah. back. So anyway, yeah, the so NFL draft. I was saying probably like the sporting world is super excited to have something yeah, to talk about. Yeah, it's really about. weird because it's, like it's like an online draft. So it's not all the, oh, you know, it's yeah. supposed to be in Las Vegas this year, I think. And anyway. I didn't even think about that. Oh, you people got So drafted. how are they doing it? Uh, online. Like they're all It's in... all like imagine like one big Zoom meeting. That's so Now, I don't know how they're doing it. Interesting. Really. Yeah. And all the OU, oh, wow. all the OU people that are going to be picked in the uh, first round have already been picked. Hey, see, there's Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln there. Riley. Huh. That's cool. So I hadn't even thought about how it would be different this year. Yeah. So anyway, that's just a reminder of the things to come. <laughs> Football still exists. Football is still maybe going to happen. Still a thing. It's still a thing. They haven't canceled that yet. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. No. So anyway, that's my dedication. Yes. Now, let's get into uh, our table talk. Okay. What do you want to talk about? So we did get an email from a listener who had... Do you remember which one I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Let's talk about that. All right. So we had an email. That, you know, it's a difficult time, obviously, for mm-hmm. everybody. And it's everyone's situation is different, mm-hmm. you know, um, and... So, just trying to figure out, you know, how do you deal with the sort of doldrums mm. that can come upon you as a believer, you know, even yeah. during these times. If you're if you're going through this, how can we go through it in a way that shows the world the, you know, peace that passes all understanding? Or how can we mm-hmm. handle it in a way that brings glory to the Lord. How can we Cuz we want that? we want to do that and we get really disappointed when <laughs> it makes you feel like a phony and it, or something. Cuz it feels like all the rest of it has been preparation for these moments, right? right. It's like the preparation for the difficult time. Mm-hmm. The easy time is preparing us for the battle. So then we get in moments like this and we 
flounder. Yeah, and we fail. I've I've talked to several people. Or we just don't feel cheery. Right. Yeah. And Maybe we're going through it, but we're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, battling internally. Yeah, and we might have a day when we really do well, and then the next we're super down, and that's frustrating. But I've talked to a lot of people, and we've said this before, I don't think anyone's having a really super easy time with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. It has It has shaken... Because what did I say at one point? Like 95% of the world is on lockdown. And everyone's still on lockdown. We're on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole world, various yeah. different... Fa- I just got an email from a friend in Tanzania. Mm-hmm. They're on a form of lockdown. Yeah. It's um, so weird so- to talk to people in other parts of the world who are basically living the same life that we are, just in a different time zone. It, and without running water, which... It- when you got to wash your hands for twenty seconds, that's uh, that's one thing that makes you go, "Oh yeah, we don't have it." You that have bad. friends in different areas than I do. <laughs> it's like, what's your problem? What's your fear with? Uh, oh yeah, we don't have running water. Yeah, uh, it's really hard to wash your hands for twenty seconds when twenty seconds would be all the water we that have for be, a day. That would be difficult. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah. So, what do you do? Mm. I mean, how do you handle that um, disappointment? Um, Maybe in yourself, mm-hmm. or just if you see yourself starting to head down that that trail, and you don't want to get there, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, one thing I would mention is that this is supposed to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Is for example with the lockdown and not being able to see other church members and be with your church body. You are missing something Mm -hmm. that should be making your life more, more difficult. Right. But I mean, it's the being with the church body is the thing that stirs us up to love and good works that encourages us. And so missing that Mm -hmm. and not having those things is good. Mm -hmm. It's good that something's not right. Yeah. When you're not with your church body. Yeah. Everything was okay. (laughs) If you're like, no, <laughs> I'm not with my church, but everything's awesome. I'm great. Yeah, this it's wonderful. Fun. That would not be a that good That would be sign. bad. <laughs> so the fact that you can say, I'm not with my people mm-hmm. and I'm struggling because of that. Well, that's what the Bible told you would happen. Yeah. Which is why we're not supposed to forsake the assembling together. Because we need that. And so when you are missing you know, that life in the body, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be harder. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be um, more of a struggle. You're missing a vital part of your Christian life. Uh, and so I would tell you, if you're struggling in this time, good. <laughs> good. You should be. Mm-hmm. If you weren't struggling, that's when you should be worried. But the fact that it's hard is... Is something that is, that needs to be true. Yeah. Needs to be. That's good. Uh, And I mean, that can be one good thing that comes out of this Mm -hmm. is you will never forsake the assembling together again. (laughs) Right. uh, Because you've seen just how deleterious it was on your emotions when you were forced to be apart. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what you, that's so many people I've talked to have just, they're just so ready to get back to church. Mm-hmm. That's what I think I hear more often than anything. Yeah. Is I just want to be. Yeah. You would be, you would be worried if they were like, this online stuff is the berry. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I don't think you we, know, need to, we should sell our church. It's building. funny. We have not, you're not hearing that. No, no. Yeah. They think our online stuff stinks. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one's saying the online stuff is good. No, you're hearing of both and you're hearing, man, I'm really loving the teaching. I'm really glad that we've got this mm-hmm. because 10 years ago we wouldn't have this. Yes. So, so much. So grateful that, yeah. uh, that we have it. Oh but, man. Yeah. And then, but then with that you've got. But you can see that this is not how it's supposed to right. be at the same time. Right. That we don't want body. this to last forever. Yeah. You don't want this dismembered body just in various parts mm-hmm. never gathering. Yeah. Um, so that's good. So I would say if it's hard, good. Mm-hmm. should be. Yeah. So I want to start out with that. I don't want you to be down on yourself because it's hard. It should be. This is 
you're living, it's like the creation groaning mm-hmm. sort of thing. When, every, when something is amiss, it should be amiss. Right. It should, it well, should it's not It's like with death. Feel, yeah. Death is difficult because it's not supposed to be that way. You know? Yeah. So those yeah. moments are super hard because it's not, life isn't supposed to be like because that. Because he has put eternity in the heart of man. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing I was thinking about is that we're not, we're still being what you would say, holyfied. You oh, know, yeah. that, that it's easy to be down on ourselves and to forget we're still actually growing. Yeah. We're still learning. We're not a finished, perfect Christian yet, you know? Yeah, and and that's part of... So, let me encourage you with the second thing, which is that that's part of how God works mm-hmm. our holification is mm-hmm. through the the difficult times that we, that we go through. Right. Uh, we're going through Psalm uh, 119, and that makes me think of a couple passages there where... Uh, he says, before I was afflicted, I went astray, mm-hmm. but now I keep your word. Right. That's, that's verse 67. Verse 71, he says, it is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I would encourage you, okay, you're going through a difficult time. One, should be difficult. Two, realize that this too has a purpose. Yeah. Right? It always has a, a, a purpose. And here in Psalm 119, uh, we see that the purpose can be to cause us to cling to God's mm-hmm. word. Right. To, to teach us the importance. We learn the importance of being with a church member. Now we're learning the importance of the word of God, like mm-hmm. our food. Right. Our so sustenance. you said on the, on the last point, good. And this is also good. Also good. Like even the, the, the question that we received is someone wanting to be holy. Yes. And that is something you would always point out in counseling or in helping me. Yeah. That, <laughs> look, this is victorious because you are wanting to yeah, grow. The desire is showing that the, the Lord is using this. This yeah. is not a dead heart so asking we for see, dead things. We see shortcomings and we immediately feel failure and discouragement when actually... The fact that we're seeing a shortcoming should encourage us, because yes. the natural man, yeah, that's sees why no that's why James says to count it all joy when you go through these things, mm-hmm. because what are they producing in us? Mm-hmm. This is a testing of your faith, and it is going to produce steadfastness. Right, it's going to produce that. And, and this, that's one of the words we love: the hupamino, the bearing under. When you, I would translate that endurance. That it produces this endurance. Mm-hmm. That as you remain under this and are faithful under it, that God is actually using that. It's like it's like spiritual gym, mm-hmm. right? Like the Lord is using this to to strengthen your muscles. So when you're pulling on the bar yeah. and you're groaning <laughs> and you want to drop the weight, but you're not, right? But you're still groaning, right? right? You're still going, this is heavy, which is what that, that, that word means for, for steadfastness there. It means you're remaining under it and your legs are like wanting to buckle. But what does the Lord do? That produces that endurance. And in the endurance, when it has its full effect, uh, makes you uh, perfect, mm. complete, lacking nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are, yeah. um, that's, that's, what, that's what we would that's what we would want. Yeah, so be. even that even that cry for help, like, that I want to be handling this better, mm-hmm. that is steadfastness. Yeah. Like, you are crying out to the Lord. You're clinging to yes. the weight still. Yes. You have not dropped it. Right. You're just saying, this is difficult. This, this is, is hard. hard. <laughs> Which is, you see the psalmist say all the time. You go back and you, I would encourage you to read some of the psalms where you, David is, uh, you, you know, you think of Psalm uh, 63, maybe I think it is. Um, where David is crying out to the Lord, I'm, I'm longing for you, my soul is thirsting for you, my flesh faints for you, as someone in a, in a dry and thirsty land, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's how we feel mm-hmm. at these moments sometimes. Like, God, this has lasted, and it seems to be getting harder. You know, what can I do? So that, that crying out to the Lord is a, is a good thing. It is, it, that's the person you should be crying out to the Lord wants you to cry out to him and, and run to him. And the fact that, like you said, that you're doing it 
is a sign that this is not being wasted. Right. That this is God reminding you of where you turn in your time of need. Mm-hmm. You're not turning to idols. Mm-hmm. You're not turning to yourself. You're turning to him. Yeah, you're not quitting. You're not quitting. You're remaining under. You're being faithful in the midst of it. Uh, and so, you know, the, the second good we can see is that God is going to to use this. That's why you can count it all joy. Well, how do you know he's going to use it? Because he already is. Because mm-hmm. your heart lamenting these things and you wanting to do good mm-hmm. and to be better. Yeah. Is him already doing, him already using it. Already. Mm-hmm. So we're not sitting and saying, look, trust me, the Lord's going to use this. We're saying, look. The Lord already is. Right. Uh, and that can be encouraging. Very, it's not just future casting. Very encouraging. It's, it's looking at, at where you're at right now yeah. and saying, it's already happening. Mm-hmm. It's already happening. Why? Because the dead are speaking, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Your dead heart is crying out for God. Mm-hmm. So let that encourage you. Yeah. The fact that, well, for, for the person who sent the email, the fact that you sent the email, I want, <laughs> I want help. I want someone to help me. I want someone to, uh, to you know, pray for me. So I think just recognizing that this is already for my good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can help. Definitely. One thing that I've noticed in my own life lately has been... So a... I noticed the things from Scripture. <laughs> and you're going to tell me what you noticed. I'm always, the test- <laughs> I'm always the testimony girl. So that's good what the Bible says there. Uh, <laughs> that's what you're here I've for. Noticed, yeah, is to see if I can find it in the Bible. Yeah, you do. Whether we have to edit it out later you or do. not. You do. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a great, like a humbling, like, you know, you just realize in moments like this that how much you don't know (laughs) and how much you have to learn, how unfinished you are. Um, And it's really, it's really the last few days, especially, I've just been prayerful, like, Lord, I want to know you better. I want to understand you better. I want to... Be a more genuine Christian. It it reminds me of something you just um, were recently talking about. The Mm -hmm. sun-baked. Yeah. The word sincere. Sincere. Yeah. Like I want to. (laughs) Sun-tested. Not sun-baked. That's a chip. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) You really pay attention. Hey, I did pretty good. You got sun. I did. No, that's, that's my prayer. Like I want this time to prove prove my mm. faith and yeah so sunbaked sunbaked <laughs> sunkissed no sun tested sun tested yeah the, what it is is the word uh sincere in second peter chapter 3 uh verse 1 i'm stirring you up by way of reminder uh, stirring up your sincere mind mm-hmm. by way of reminder is Peter is assuming that the people he's writing to are genuinely saved. And the, the word there for sincere, I said that most of the time, 99% of the time, the Greek words are absolutely just useless. And I don't point them out. Mm-hmm. Or even sometimes when they're useless, I point them out because mm-hmm. I'm a dummy. Um, but that word's really interesting because it means tested by the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, what does that mean? You're tested by the sun mind. Well, it... There are all these stories of early, you know, potters and sculptors that when they made a mistake on something, like, uh, you know, you're sculpting a head and you chip a piece of the ear off or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a crack in the pot or whatever. What do you do? They would fill those things in with wax uh, and then glaze over the top of them, do whatever, and you couldn't tell Mm -hmm. until you got it home. (laughs) <laughs> and it got hot outside, as it is prone to do mm-hmm. in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And the sun would show the wax because the wax would get hot and melt and, melt. and an ear would fall off, <laughs> right? Or all of a sudden, There's you're, a you're missing a nose or your, yeah, your pot won't hold any water. Yeah. You got a big old crack in it. Uh, and so that's the idea that uh, their faith has been tested by the sun, which is what Jesus mentioned in the parable of the soils. He mentions those three soils uh, that don't bear fruit, that aren't in good soil. One, of course, that you know the birds come in and eat it right away. The other that is is planted among thorns, which are the cares of this world, and they choke it out. 
But the third one is one that's planted on rocky ground, uh, but it, and it looks like it has growth, but then the sun comes, which says is persecutions, uh, tribulations or persecutions because mm-hmm. of the, the word, and that sun shows mm-hmm. that it had no root in itself. Mm-hmm. It shows that the signs, that the things that it was doing outwardly were fake, right. were waxen. Right, it, its faith was a wax faith. It wasn't real, and the sun exposed it. And so Peter is saying, "Look, church, it is, uh, it is these things are good for us because they show that our faith is sincere." They had gone through it. Peter said, "Look, I know your faith has been tested by the sun. Mm-hmm. I know your this could also be used as sort of metals, right? That they were, you know, we still use a tried and true that the." the Tested by heat, mm-hmm. the idea would be, you know, you would you would melt the metal, and impurities would come to the top. So the idea is, your 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 pure faith, your it's without without any uh, falsity in it, that sort of idea. So, yeah, when these things happen, they show that my faith isn't wax. It's built on not the sand; it's built on the solid rock of Christ. It's real. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm going through these things and, and I'm lamenting what I'm going through, um, I'm still seeing the genuineness of my faith. Yeah. And that can, that can bring joy because that means, hey, this isn't a game to me. Mm-hmm. If it was, then Jesus says, this is when I would cast it off. Yeah. This sun moment, this... Persecution, this tribulation, this would be when I would say, mm, "I'm done." Me. <laughs> but if I'm in the mid, if I'm standing in the sun, crying out for the sun, right? English pun. Uh, then what is that proving? Genuine, mm-hmm. sun tested. This, these are the moments that show us that it's real. They're not things to be. They're not things to be afraid of. They're not things to be disappointed in. They're, they're times for us to say, this is all real. And not just real outside me, real in me. Mm-hmm. There must be, as, as Jesus warns about with that, those tested by the sun, it's like they, they failed because they didn't have any root in themselves. This shows you that you're rooted. Yeah, You're rooted in Christ. Or this sun would burn you up. And it's not. It's making you cry out more for Christ. Mm-hmm. To cry out for more sun. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's that can be an encouragement. Which is, I mean, that brings so much joy. Yeah. When you think back to like, if I think back to when I was younger and so afraid to go through anything. Mm-hmm. To, to look back and see that I'm still here. That he is still holding me fast. Um through all these years of, of change and sometimes hardship, um, it's just makes you like so grateful and so joyful. Yes. Yes. Not, not just that you're still here, but that he is still here. He is still being faithful and fulfilling all of the promises that we see in scripture. I just dropped my pencil. (laughs) Yes, and that that <laughs> that fruitfulness mm-hmm. is is refreshing to mm-hmm. the believer. You're supposed to look and see fruit, right? And yeah. that's supposed to make you sure. And that's what you see in this. Mm-hmm. You're seeing fruit. Yeah. And in the this takes me back to my you know favorite passage in Hosea. What does he say at the end of Hosea? He says, you know. He takes them to the desert, and he says, "Look, in the desert, I am your, I am your evergreen tree. From me comes your fruit. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in the desert, if you're in a desert time, if you're in a time of difficulty, and you're crying out for fruit, you're crying out for growth, you're longing for that. One, know that the Lord is that for you; will supply that. But two, rejoice." Because the fact that you're in the middle of a desert and what you want is more growth, <laughs> is more fruit instead of just, you know, running or, flee. I mean, those are, that's an encouraging, yeah. that's an encouragement in the midst of this. Yeah. I'm encouraged. You should, you should be, you it's should a be a good encouraged. talk, babe. Well, thank you. 
that's what I, I try to do. Um, so anyway, I don't, I mean, I don't know what, what people are going through, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I would encourage them. Those are, those are some things when, when things are tough, um, that's what you can remember about the tough times. Mm-hmm. But I would also say, well, what can I do to get out of I don't want to just look at the pit and go, what a nice pit. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, how do I get out of it? And this is why we... I thought of Psalm 63, because of what it says there. Uh, so he started out by saying, look, you know, uh, earnestly I seek you, souls fainting for you, my, my flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Um, so, but then he says, down in verse 5 of Psalm 63, he says, my soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. So still in the dry and weary land. Mm-hmm. He says, my soul will be satisfied. Will be. Not now. It's going to happen. How? And my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help. Mm. And in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Mm-hmm. So what we want to go from, how can we be in the midst of difficulty and be singing, mm-hmm. right? That's what we, we don't want to just say, look, things are tough. They're going to be tough. They should be tough. Should be tough. <laughs> all that. See you later. Like the psalmist is able to, to sing in the shadow of his wings, mm-hmm. right? In the, so... What does he do? When I think about you, when I meditate on your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. So think about what the Lord has done yeah. in all of your life yeah. that is going to far outweigh this momentary thing that you're going through, that is going to be an assurance. And, and as he says, is going to be the thing that's going to enable you not just to get through the difficult times, but to sing as you do. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. We, wanna, we don't want to be just dragging our... We don't want to just get through it. Right. We want to... We want to glorify God yeah. as we get through. And you think- we want to go through it singing, not in, not in a, not in a trite way, mm-hmm. not in a "This isn't anything," right? Because right, right. that, that one, that doesn't glorify God. One, well, one, it's inaccurate. This is a thing. Two, it doesn't glorify God that you're able to get through something that's not really a thing, mm-hmm. right? So, so we don't have to pretend it. When we act like what we're going through isn't difficult, we actually steal God's glory. Mm-hmm. It's not glorious if he gets you through the... I mean, if the Red Sea were a creek, no one would be amazed, mm-hmm. right? And they were able to cross it. Well, maybe until Pharaoh drowns in it. That would be pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, but the crossing of the, the Red Creek, right? The Red Stream is, is not as amazing. But the Red Sea, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that you're going through is big. It is difficult. Uh, we don't want to downplay it. Uh, but you can sing in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. In the midst. That's a, this is why the peace for a Christian is a peace that doesn't pass understand, or the peace that passes all understanding is that how can a Christian be like this in the midst of this, whatever right. it is? Right. It's got to be something weighty, and then we've got to have a certain attitude in the midst of something that's very weighty. Mm-hmm. So you can sing in what you're going through, and that's what we want. We want you to be able to not just get through it, but to get through it joyfully mm-hmm. with with praise of God on your lips with a song. Uh, Which and- is what the great biographies are about. Like the the books we really love to read, the stories we really love about our Christian heroes, they, they were joyful and they were smiling and they, they, they display this sort of supernatural something that we're like, how did they do that? How did they make it through like that? And David tells us mm-hmm. they meditated on the Lord. Yep. They, they meditated on him in the watches of the night, in the night. Think about God. When things are difficult, what do you do? Often what we'll do is we'll turn introspective and think about all our failures. Mm-hmm. Like we just talked about. Yeah, no, we're it is really tough, good and at I'm that. failing at it. And it I'm is. the worst. And, or we'll look at our circumstance. Mm-hmm. This is tough. And it is. Yeah. And we're not saying you shouldn't see it as tough. But that's not what you meditate on. If, mm-hmm. if you meditate on yourself, you'll see yourself as a failure. Because you are not the answer. Mm-hmm. If you meditate on your circumstance, you'll see yourself as failing because that is bigger than you. Mm-hmm. But if you meditate on the Lord, 
on his name in the watches of the night, then you will find that in the end, as he says, I sing, in the shadow of your wings, I sing for joy. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Mm-hmm. You'll, see, you, you'll see yourself joyous and you'll see God ever faithful. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's how we get out of the pit. This is how he lifts us up out of the pit, out of the pit, out of the miry clay, and sets our feet upon the rock. And that's what we've got to do. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to end up? I agree. You're agreeing. <laughs> I like, agree. I thought you were going to be like that. Reminds me no. <laughs> of a of story. A moment in my life. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Remember, I'm I'm humbled. I'm just like, tell me more. <laughs> So anyway, I, I hope, I mean, that's what I would put around um, how to look at what you're going through, mm-hmm. see it for what it really is, Yeah. how to look at yourself and judge yourself accurately for what you really are, and then how to fix your eyes on the Lord mm-hmm. and be able to get through those things in a way that brings glory to Him and joy to you. Yeah. And that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to, I think that is a, that's what I wanted to encourage uh you know, not just the person who wrote us the email, but because the person who wrote us the email is is representative, like, is of, representative of so many, many people that I am pastoring right now, including myself, and uh, <laughs> that I'm living with, or the cat that I'm petting right now. She's like, "Why are you people here all the time?" Uh, so it's just it's just something everybody, and not even just in this, right? But in a hundred exactly. situations yeah, that you're totally. facing in your life, mm-hmm. if if this moment is the moment that God used you to teach you these things that will help you through any difficult time, then in the end, uh, you'll, you'll be singing for joy mm-hmm. um, because of what God has, has taught you yeah. in this. So I would again invite anyone listening to join us in reading God's Word. To meditate on the Lord, you've got to be reading about the Lord. Because it's not, I mean, we make the joke about you and your experiences, but obviously, where do we where do we get sustenance on who God is and what He's done? His Word, mm-hmm. His Word, and uh, so I mean, why don't you tell them what we do? Because we do the same thing. We're reading the same thing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Most or of normally, the time. I'm reading and then telling you, and you're like, "Be quiet! I'm catching up. Don't <laughs> tell me what's going to happen." You're no reading. spoilers. You're reading, and I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> to the audio. Yeah, we do the, the Bible reading challenge, um, which is on, isn't it on the, on an app or something? Yeah, it's on the version app. Uversion. I do mine on, uh, what's mine? It's like Bible Gateway, I think is the app that, that, that I use. I don't even know the name of that. I go to the Facebook, I, I go to the Facebook page and check the cover photo every day. <laughs> so there is, there's a, a women's Facebook group, a men's Facebook group, but. What I like is it's a really steady clop. I use the Olive the Tree Bible Study. That's right, Olive Tree. I should have known. That's one. If you're looking for a Bible study app, that's my favorite. That's yeah. What I use all the time. <laughs> I don't know the name of it. I just click on it. Right. Anyway, I've been listening to. Um, he's like, what is his name? I go to YouTube. Like I, I'll type in like Ezekiel. Oh, this guy that reads it. Yeah, Ezekiel yeah. audio. Uh-huh. Bible and it pops. It's usually the first thing that comes up on the search engine. Probably King James. It is King James. Yeah. What's his name though? The the. No, I know he's not King James. No, <laughs> it's not King James What's reading it. You know that, right? Yeah. I, it'd be great if, if it were like uh, James Earl Jones. No, that would be yeah, wonderful. It would. Right? Well, but this then guy, it's like Darth Vader's reading. It the makes Bible me today. feel like it. You know, I love old movies, mm-hmm. so it has that nostalgic feel to it. He has like that. Yeah. Uh, that mid, old radio Mid Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And um, it reminds me of like the Campbell Soup Hour. But I also enjoy, I'm really enjoying hearing the King James read aloud. The King James is beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it, it just Very catches poetic. your ear in a different way. Than but certainly not something you're used to hearing. No. <laughs> Except for my dad. Yeah. yeah my dad. He speaks King James. He speaks King uh, James. And, and again, we cannot, we can't. You can't get past the importance of that right. for what we just talked about. 
Yeah. That is, if we, if we were going to add anything to the other and thinking about God, mm-hmm. like you have to do that through his word. Mm-hmm. So if you're not eating, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be doing well. Right. You're not. And uh, I feel, and so, I can't tell you how many days I feel so stupid because I will be down. I'll be struggling and I'll think, have you read today? Like, you know, by mm-hmm. now how much it, how, how much it turns your day around. Uh, to have those words feeding you as you go through your life. And it drives me crazy that I still will forget or I'll just think, I don't have time today. Yeah, I would agree, <laughs> especially because, you know, we do Bible reading every day yes. at breakfast time. Yes. So you're like, I've read, but what have you not done? You haven't meditated. Right. So I think what some people do, the two the two sides you get on that, some people don't read. Mm-hmm. Or other people, they get it, but they don't meditate. They on it. check their list yeah, off. Yeah, and... so it's it's not like you didn't take in any word; it's that you didn't take in the word that you heard. Right. Which I don't know which is worse, right? Like which is worse, not reading or reading and just not mm-hmm. paying attention and thinking about it, you yeah. know, throughout the day. Both are bad. Don't do either one. But that that's what if we're a, we become emaciated mm-hmm. when we don't when we're not reading, mm-hmm. and so. All of this is assuming that you've got a healthy intake of God's yeah. word. If you don't, like, you you are just not going to be able to be right where you need to be. Yeah, it and, won't be the so same for sure. Read it well. De- yeah, definitely not going to be the same. <laughs> no. um, it will not be that if you read or if you don't read, it's not that it doesn't matter. I have a personal testimony. Uh, I have a personal There is a marked difference between Leslie and It is easier as a, to be a Christian when you read the Bible. It is almost, let's say it is like it were bread. Uh, these are all great things that you're yes, coming up with. Um, yeah, and we actually, uh, you know... I just talked about that. So it's it's something that you have you've got to do any way you can get it in. Audiobook, um and I would back reading. to what you were saying about us reading at the table every day. If you are at home with your family, like I just encourage you to to sit down and read it together. And like, thank you. I want to thank you. And I want to thank you. For, seriously, for reading to us every day. Because um, it does make a difference in my day. Um, well, you, even, bunch of, you bunch of roustabouts need it. That's well, do it. Even if I don't do the Bible reading challenge for the day. the What we read in Proverbs. And what we pray through Proverbs. It makes a big, big difference in my day. And it gives me something to think about. And it's almost like you're spoon feeding our family. Mm. And so I would say if you have a family, if you are like home with your husband, or if you're home alone and you have a friend, like rope a friend in with you. Someone who... As long as they're not within six feet. Yeah. Yeah. Just find a way to to get a team with you in Bible reading. Because it really does help to have someone looking out for you that the days that you're not reading, that they're still making sure you're reading. Yeah. I've got a group of three gentlemen that we are, we text each other every day. Just a verse. Just a verse from some of the verses that we've read. The only reason we do it is... We don't add anything, and I told them that I'm doing this for their good, and because I, as a pastor, like to add things. You mm-hmm. know, so you text the verse, you're like, "This is why I love this verse," and here mm-hmm. it is, like seven paragraphs of right. why this verse is awesome. And I don't want them to feel like they had to do that, right? So, so let's just text. And what we do is we're making sure that each one of us is texting something mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if one of us doesn't, then we you know, reach out to that person. Hey, you know, mm, have you been that's reading? A good and, idea. and so that way it's just, it's just a little, a little check. Uh, mm-hmm. and then we get to see good things. We get to see that a lot of us read Proverbs every day. Uh, <laughs> but you see also little good things from verses that you didn't read. And it's funny how many times they've sent me a text. I go, Ooh, that's really good. I'm going to go read that chapter. Uh-huh. Uh, or because I'm a pastor, I go, Ooh, that's really good. I already know that chapter. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Well, so, or sometimes like when we... Oh, if they had read that in the Greek, it would be so good. When we both read the same thing, but you you uh, expound on something mm-hmm. that I didn't really even... You know, I might have skimmed past that verse and another part stood out yeah, to me. Yeah. So that even helps 
it helps draw out more of the, mm-hmm. the depth of what you've read. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, good. I hope that, and I hope that helps. I would. You're going to throw in another thing? I would also add um, that a lot of times listening to good music also has that same effect on helping me to meditate on God's goodness. So, like, if I'm having a hard time, you know, just feeling like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to clean, I don't want to be the leader of these children. Um, so, you think putting on music... <laughs> Helps that. Yeah, it helps you to sing. So, yeah, it helps you to sing. It's a genius. In the night. Um, In the shadows. I mean, I don't think we want to overplay the importance of something like music. I mean, it's not like God wrote an entire book. Oh, it was I was basically like, just songs, right? You, Christian songs. Are you and me what's on funny, the air? So what's funny is we just talked about how do you deal with difficult times, mm-hmm. and we've got all of these songs right. about singing about how to deal with difficult times. So yes, you are very much right to say that music can like, be a key. I'm sorry. To are you? Are you just? Are you saying that music isn't good? Gonna break forth and song. <laughs> Someone hand me my Sandy Patty CD. Where's my Tell microphone? me you're not moved. Uh, no, you're you're exactly right. Uh, that the Lord. Uh, I mean, it, it is not happenstance that the Lord has these moving, gripping, sad chapters uh, of dealing with difficulty. And what we just read in what, Psalms, it's. It's a song. Mm-hmm. So when we're saying, I will sing with joy, they're singing that mm-hmm. as they sing for joy. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, you're, so there, there is something to, mm-hmm. to music, yeah. um, to, you know, sh- strum the soul, yeah, so to speak. It does. And so it'll, getting, yeah, having good music It'll turn on, your frown upside down. I'm like, turn on the gray havens. Oh, exa- that is the first thing I do. Yeah. Well, no, it's not the first thing. It's the last thing I do. Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm like, okay, okay. I've got I've to got get to out of this mood. I'll ask um, our little robot here to. I'm just going to, when I feel like you're in a mood from uh-huh. now on, I'm just going to tell her to start just playing, start playing the, the Gray Havens. And that's going to be my cute, that's going to be my like backhanded, yeah. like, or like, you know. Like you need to get a new Friendly attitude. slap. Like, when I, I think someone needs to play some Gray Havens. When I gave you your ultimatum at Chick. What's it called again? Chick salad chick. Chick salad chick. Yeah. yeah. You better come out with a new attitude, mister. Because we were waiting for chicken salad. <laughs> we couldn't figure I out. I know you already told everyone about all your hard times oh, with chicken man. salad. <laughs> chicken salad. Yeah, but like no two. man's version By of the second salad. Grey Haven song, I'm like, I'm like crying and singing. I'm like, Lord, you're and, so and good. Since we're talking about the Psalms, Shane and Shane has a good has a couple of good Psalms. Their Psalms Volume Two is really yeah, good. Yeah, that is so good. Uh, and it's got uh, some some really good Psalms, including dealing with. You know what I like about some of the people we listen to now is there. I like all their songs, mm-hmm. but it's like I'll hear this. I'll have a favorite that I really think about and I know the lyrics to, but then there'll be others that I just kind of have in the background, Mm -hmm. but then I'll, I'll hit on that song Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I'm like, babe, that song is so, have you heard this song? And you're like, yeah, we listen to it every week, but the lyrics are just so it's because they're poets like Mm -hmm. Andrew Peterson and the Grey Havens. Their songs are like poetry, and it sometimes it takes a while. So, for example, for in this the neuron, moment, for those who are worried about how they're handling it, I would encourage the Grey Havens uh, Storehouse, mm-hmm. Storehouse of Mercy. Yeah, that's a great song so for times like this. And so, if you've been discouraged in how you've handled it, or you're really just worried about wanting to make sure you handle it rightly, mm-hmm. um, of course, always go to the Storehouse of Mercy mm-hmm. and. He's there, and he will flood you with mercy and grace, and his right hand will uphold you. Yeah. So, hope that helps you yeah. uh, as you're all coronaing together. <laughs> all right. Surprise jello salad. Okay. Uh, is it my turn or your turn? Let's say it's your turn, because I don't have one. Okay. My turn. 
Hmm. I don't really have one either. Let's see. If you could visit any country in the world, where would it? Where would it? Be? Ooh. So not a place in the United States because we've already been there. Okay. Nantucket. Right. That's where I want to so, go. So, where would you go? Any place in the world? Can I teleport there? Yeah, we're not we're not putting in the difficulty of travel. We're not like you have to fly and then take a During steamer boat. Coronavirus, and then, and then you have to take the submarine. Yeah, <laughs> do I have to wear a mask? Can't, you can't if it was if it were during coronavirus, you couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Where where would you go? Given the chance to go anywhere in the world, where would you a go? A country. Yeah. Well, I think probably it would have to be England. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so. The English countryside. Which which part of England? The place where the... No, I just said that because I figured you had... Oh. I mean, who knows? Derbyshire. Derbyshire? Sure. Der- Wor- Worcestershire? <laughs> no, I think... But it it'll went... be spelled... It'll be Leicester. But it'll be spelled <laughs> like... Leicester. Leicester. Leicestershire. It's pronounced um, Leicester. You know, like where Beatrix Potter lived. Mm-hmm. I would like to go to her farm. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, is that the, what is that? The Lakes District? I have it has no a name. Idea. I can't even think of the name of it, yeah. even though I have, I'm looking at a bunch of books in there right now about her farm. So yeah, I think that's where I would go. I think. I mean, it was like that or Scotland, mm-hmm. Ireland, the whole mm-hmm. bit. It would always be the countryside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Would you like to go with me? I mean, I would join you. I assume you're not going by yourself. No. Yeah, I mean, I'd go with you. You'd have to, have to carry too. my luggage. Of course. Where would you it? want to go there in the... Well, we wouldn't want to go in the winter. Or in the summer. <laughs> I think the who, summer's who okay, would, right? Who would want... Uh, not on the Great British Baking Show. It's incredibly <gasps> That's right. hot. right. And then it ruins their bakes. Yeah, but they still make them bake. I know. What is summer. with that? It's the English. Like they're trying to they make. They are stuck on tradition. The queen probably made them do it. <laughs> they're and trying to make like an ice cream. What what is it they were making? Baked Alaska. Baked Alaska. And it's and like it was baking outside. <laughs> it was all melting. Like this is episode whatever. But this we is apparently going to prove your yeah. that you're the best. I don't know. Just that makes us frustrated. Get an air conditioner yeah. in there. We want justice. Yeah. Okay. How about you? I would go I would go to Tanzania because of the gospel work that we've got there. I just really for us like in the brief amount of time that I have on earth. I just <laughs> Okay, I'm giving you a flat face because I thought you were kidding and then I thought no, he's serious. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I don't I wouldn't go there. We go there all the time. I'm going to go there again. But you would. Pick but I that. would go there, but you that's would. not the place I'd pick because I've already been there and I'll be there again. Okay. Lots of times. Um, I would pick Nantucket. <laughs> That's cheating. No, no. Yes. No, it's not. That is too. It is otherworldly. That's where it's I awesome. want to go. Well, I'm sorry if you don't love it enough to break the rules. You, but no. I'm willing to break the rules hey, in I, my own game to go there. I'm the again. only reason you went to Nantucket. The, I do not deny that. I'm the only reason you became a Christian. <laughs> well, you're also the only reason I went to Nantucket. <laughs> That's also true. Because you drove. Me. I've got a I've got a budget and a driving log that says I'm the only reason that you and made it. And the first Nantucket. time I went was also. So, oh man! Because you kept all the kids yeah, for a yeah. week, and anyway. So really, babe, that's just, low. No, I, you know, I okay. <laughs> I would say Ireland. Yeah, we almost. I, actually, I'd say the Shire. If I'm <laughs> the Shire, now that's go. I didn't. Now middle, no. I'm going to Middle Earth. I will go with you. Sorry, I've already picked it, and you're stuck in England. No. <laughs> yep. I'm in Middle Earth, and Sauron is dead. <laughs> the Shire is where I want to uh, go. No, I'm at the I'm at the White Tower. That's the only part of Lord of the Rings that I like, and there's so little time actually in the Shire. <laughs> yeah, except in the book. They're, they're trying Have you read to read the book. Well, they're trying to get back there, right? Have you read the book? There and back again, A Hobbit's Tale. Yeah, you've read the book. Um, yeah. So you remember what happens in the Shire post the Sauron stuff, right? Yeah. 
Okay. We'll talk about this. Fireworks? Shh. No, that's, <laughs> that's at the beginning. Oh. But anyway, there are fireworks. Okay. There are fireworks. We'll talk about it off the air. Hobbit babies? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I'd go to Middle Earth. So I'd go to Nantucket and Middle Earth. I'm not playing my own game. I, totally off the I rails. Object, where I go. It would be Ireland, though. Yeah. Ireland. We wanted to go there on our honeymoon. Yeah, and then we saw how much it was. Yeah. It's so, kind of across yeah. the ocean-ish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> Crossing that ocean is expensive. Yeah. That's back when gas wasn't negative $40. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Hope this was uh, helpful to you guys tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. We are going to wrap up and go to bed mm-hmm. ourselves. Uh, again, thanks for listening. Um, I always say it, but if you share these, that's the best way to uh, get this out. Not that we want more shares, more likes, or anything like that, but that is the way uh, that the most people get to hear it as possible. Mm-hmm. So if you say, hey, Here's a podcast that I listen to, and I really like it because mm-hmm. they glorify the Lord, which is hope we're hoping that we're doing. Yeah. Um, if we're please, not, do not share. Do not share if you don't think we are. <laughs> uh, but if you are, we want to fill up Facebook or Twitter or whatever you use mm-hmm. uh, to. We want to fill it up with things that glorify the Lord because uh, it's His, it's His kingdom. Help us lay claim to it. All right, everybody, uh, we love you all, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Mm-hmm.